Hey, happy Hello. new, new, new year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a lot has gone on um, um, over the past couple weeks. Um, uh, boy, was that escalated quickly. Um, the, uh, the Modern Warfare 2 mission yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, I, I liked playing as Nixon at one time, so... Oh my god, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a lot has jumped off uh, since our uh, little hiatus for the holidays. So, uh, uh, so you know, we're, we're going to just sort of not talk about uh, what happened, you know, if you guys have your opinions on it, you know... Uh, you just share it amongst each other, but for now, feel free to feel to... free to feel free to contact me so I can yell at you about how you're wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so all political discussions filter through me. <laughs> so you know, but, but, but we're just gonna keep on going with our video podcast, full of child-friendly content, but with just weird, uh, non-adult overtones. Am I right? <laughs> child friend. Wait, wait. What? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What, what, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I recall the last thing we ever talked about, or the last thing I remember talking to you about, was a 25 foot long shit. Yeah. And also a 500 pound shit. Yeah. So, like, okay, good family content. Bring in your <laughs> mom, dad. Bring in my siblings. I wanna, I wanna watch the the, the boys. <laughs> Oh, you got the black boy and the, and the boy from the the white clan, you know? It, it's cheating. We can't, it, like, if people say we're racist, you can literally be like, hey, there's one of each. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the literal epitome of two guys from different points of life. Different spending, sides of the train tracks. Right. Spending on two a different track. Sides, track is... Two different sides of the economy. Yeah. <laughs> we can make a good sitcom, if you will. But, <laughs> uh, but hey, so yeah, uh, how how how's hard things going for you, Ryan? Besides shit, in the next, I think next I think if you ask anybody that question today, it's you're gonna get some variation of "Oh my fucking god, when will this stop?" Yeah, <laughs> I I think it was. A year today, both me and you were uh, doing this podcast, not unaware of the following events that were going to happen. Yeah, no, I remember very specifically being like, oh, it's not going to get here. Right. The world event won't hit here. <laughs> I, I, Everything's fine. I, I was literally sitting uh, at the gym uh, that I was working at, just thinking, Okay, you know, no, 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 it, it's gonna handle itself. No, it was like bird flu or something like swine flu, but nope. H one N one. Yeah. Here we are. Um, but a whole year later into this horrible cyberpunk dystopian nightmare that we call our present. You know, I kind of wish th this apocalypse scenario would have been different. I would have been fine with just maybe I don't know, like zombies at this point. I totally would have been okay with zombies. That would have been fun. See, that would have... I don't... That, that leads me to a good question, then. Because uh, I think I gave, gave you half the question when we talked before. Um, 
I I gave you the question of uh in a zombie apocalypse scenario, uh how would you survive, and how would you uh go about uh the uh, surviving it throughout the rest of your life until until the inevitable of course because everyone's gonna die in zombie. I I have thought long and hard about this since high school. Uh-huh. And I've come to the conclusion that the best way for me to survive and the people that I'm going to be with, because I'm going to take people with me. In fact, my journey would begin by driving into the city and picking up a bunch of my people uh, and hopefully making out of the city alive. Right. And then going out west to the mountains, to Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, that area. Because it'll get cold enough in the winter to where, like, zombies, say, yeah. would freeze, and people wouldn't want to be out and about. They'd just kind of hang out. You can go out hunt, and you can fish year-round in some places. Exactly. And you're good. Then, when I was out there, I thought to myself, alright, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to start the economy up in my region. I'm going to network, I'm going to meet with enclaves of survivors... I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do this personally. Fuck no. I'm gonna send somebody I don't like out there to do the networking for me, right? In case they decide to kill him and eat him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but once I start that, I'm gonna start the economy, and it's gonna be simple, you know, just communalism. Maybe not. Maybe not the right word, but like working for each other, helping each other out, paying your dues when you are asked to. I'm not gonna ask for like your supplies necessary, but I'm gonna be like, hey. I'm providing a good and a service for you. I'm helping you people network to get you what you need. Right. I I, I said the same thing to one of them, uh, my mutual friends. Um, they I I told them you know it would be a great idea that like if you're gonna join my group, you gotta bring something to the table. You gotta bring like uh if you are a hunter gatherer, you gotta bring that there, or you gotta bring uh. If you know something about farming or uh, a hold, at least holding a gun, you know that's something that you need to bring like to the mm-hmm. group. Uh, mm-hmm. Children, I don't know if I want in the group. No, every time a child comes into a group in the zombie apocalypse, it seems to be like they're the only one that fucking survives. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry, Clementine. Get the fuck out of here. You go be the protagonist someplace else. Like, you will get me killed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good extent. That, that's a good point. If, if I'm I... Not, I'm not joking, dude. Yeah. Like, every time a man has met up with a child in the zombie apocalypse, it's been horrible. The outcome's never good. They never live a happy ending. No. It's always like you get you get bitten, you, you die of cancer... You get beaten by a giant hulking woman with a golf club. You know, it, it's endless. Right. Right. <laughs> if anything, I can't think of any. You know what? No, I was going to try to make a point where uh, having a child would be a great experience because you could train them into being a better person. But then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like think of every horror movie that's ever been like produced and has child in it. Children fuck up the rest of the group because you either have to go save them, uh, mm-hmm. they fucking make friends with the murderer, or they just are just plain stupid and cause it uh, a normal situation <laughs> worse. So my mom looks a lot like a zombie. I'm gonna go check on her and see if things are okay. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, 
no, he's not dead. He's just sleeping. I'm gonna make it better by killing my uh, younger sister. It's, you know. <laughs> and then when he comes back, I'm gonna fucking give him a hug. So yeah, no scenario where kids make a good situation. You you had a really good uh, point about going up north because in every fictional zombie apocalypse scenario, there's they always say. Go north because zombies just freeze to death. Because that we're gonna head up. We're gonna head up to Michigan. I heard they have boats. Right. <laughs> we're gonna go to fucking Alaska and meet with the, another caravan to, to, uh, to stop Umbrella or whatever. The dead. We're gonna go get on the deadliest catch crab boat and we'll live the rest. Actually, not a bad idea getting on a fishing vessel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same scenario for a quiet place too so, someone said well okay if oceans and rivers can mask the sound of like creatures why not just live out in the middle of the ocean and I'm like that's not a bad idea <laughs> so there, that in itself is our, a really good plan um, obviously we go into the scenario of never go into the cities because fuck mm-hmm. that fuck. never that's where uh, it, it goes from playing Minecraft to playing fucking Tarkov. Right. Where, <laughs> uh, if you don't look everywhere all at once, you're going to get shot in the back. Right. Or right. eaten or beaten. I think you're the only person to ever come up with the idea of going to the city for supplies. No. Oh, we're just going to go to the mall. Right. You can shut those doors. Everyone had, had that plan. Nobody has a, uh, okay, create a small community on a farm and just live out the rest of the, your days that way. Yep. It, I personally, my, my pet project would be I'm going to start growing cannabis and selling it for supplies to other people. Because people are still going to want to get high. Right. It's like, it's, not, it's the end of the world, but like maybe four or five months into it when people have kind of picked up the pace and learned how to deal with it, they're going to want to return back to normalcy. Right. My man, I am here. I am sitting on a mountain of green goodness for you, and all you have to do is give me some ammo. It, if it turns into, like, near the end of Walking Dead, where there's just, like, different caravans and different communities going on, opening up trading with just weed itself would be the best thing for you for money making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, mm-hmm. life. Set up. Fucking roll into a small town when you get enough people, clear it out, turn it into a trading post. Exactly. Bring people from around the wor- around the fucking region with stuff that they want to get rid of for other things. Bam! You are the seat of power in that fucking community. Right. And, and you make it known that this is a neutral fucking community. You come in, you don't fucking do not shit. Do not conduct business on the continental grounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from a, an enemy faction, the fucking... This is where we have our diplomacy here. No, just no. <laughs> here, smoke, smoke some blunt, and we'll fucking yeah, yeah. Take, take the spliff, my man. Right. Calm down. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, and, and then the other question is, um, say, do you really think that you can really survive, like, in this, uh, in if it becomes a real thing. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm not as fast as most of survival survivalists in mm-hmm. like movies or TV shows, something like that. 
If it's, like, walking dead zombies, you can outrun them by walking at, like, an accelerated pace. Yeah. <laughs> the the zombie survival guide talks about how people will exhaust themselves running away. Right. You know they're sprinting, they're fucking, they're going for it like they're on a they're on a a three hundred meter run. Right. They're being timed. The best thing to do is to control your pace. That's true. Like have like at least a little bit of a, of a jogging or at least yeah a speed walk. On. Literal power walking. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is fine. You'll be all right. Now, what if what if we say, uh, seven? Was it the movie Seven Day, Days Later? Twenty eight days 28 later, days I'm days fucked. Later. I'm gonna kill myself oh, in my bathroom. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. You can cut their legs off, and they'll bleed to death eventually. Right. I'll just uh. I'll give it a good shake. I'll give it a good try. I will say... Whatever... It, it seems like if you lived on a high uh, place or a high apartment, you, you had a good mm-hmm. chance. But... I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to make it very far. Uh, <laughs> uh, if we're talking like... The, um, what was that one with Will Smith? And I am legend. I am legend. What, what about that? I am legend. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Chances of survival are like there's a reason that he's the last guy, and it's because he figured his shit out to a science. I don't think many people are going to be able to do that. Right. Right. He, he and plus having a dog probably helped mm-hmm. him a little bit. I don't have a dog. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a protagonist for these kind of movies. I'm like a background character at best. Exactly. I don't have I don't have a dog. My gun isn't that cool. Like it's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're definitely not a, a Call of Duty character, so. <laughs> uh, but speaking of zombies, uh, I wanted to talk about this game that we're both familiar with. Uh, that we haven't had a chance to talk to because it had its final season, uh, I want to say, a year ago uh, or a couple of years ago. Yeah, and it kind of snuck out of nowhere because I legit had no idea that it happened. Right, because all, all we uh, heard was Telltale was going under, and then this was going to be it, and then we didn't really hear much about its release date and things coming out because nobody else really talked about playing it. Especially uh, the people that we follow, uh, they didn't talk anything about it. So, well, so. <laughs> that the only people I followed that probably would have played it kind of broke apart before that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. so uh, the game that we're referring to, in case you guys aren't aware, is called uh, Walk the Walking Dead video game by Telltale. The Walking Dead, the video game by the video game company yes. Telltale. <laughs> the game, the video, the the movie, uh, times three. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto fucking Vice three. <laughs> it's fucky edition. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's uh. Uh. Telltale's The Walking Dead, and we are. I think I would say well, I was a big fan when it first. Started. I was a huge fan of the first the first seasons. Right. Like right. season one and two are my shit. That's the best. Exactly. 
they it was a fresh idea uh, for its time. Uh, it was playing off of the uh, create your own story, but in, in a video game sense. And before that, they only had like a few projects that didn't lift off the ground so much. They had the Back to the Future one. They had the one with Jurassic Park. Um, and, and now seeing that they uh, had created their whole community based off that first season of Walking Dead, just it was amazing. And I, I couldn't wait for the next property. Fast forward to the future now. They went under for complications fired most of their employees, which was sad. Um, and mm-hmm. But they managed to push out a final season before everything went under. And here we are. Now, uh, for those who are unaware, the, the story is played off of Clementine, a character that we follow throughout the series. Uh, she is but a wee child. Yes, but uh, we saw her grow into a wee woman. And, she, and then eventually, and then eventually, you know, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and she had. I don't know where I'm going with that. I was gonna say I was gonna make a joke, but then it fucking my. I have this thing uh, where I will begin to say something. Yeah. And then my fucking brain will, out, or my mouth will outrun my brain. Uh huh. That just happened. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> you, you, you look who you're talking to. <laughs> I literally spitball everything I say. Uh, but yeah, uh, but uh, but now we we fast forward and uh, Clementine has grown up. She has a child of her own named AJ, who we have met uh, in the second season of The Walking Dead, and uh, we've sort of been taking care of this child and teaching him how to survive the apocalypse. And it's yeah. quite interesting the way they went about it because they went in a way where they are. They kind of copied what they did in the first season, but did their own uh, version of Clementine teaching this child. So yeah, it's a, it's the story story technique known as closing the loop. They uh, they bring it all back around. Exactly. You see, a sneaky little trick that they do. Right. <laughs> and uh, of course, you uh, meet with a, a group that doesn't know how to really take care of themselves, and you gotta have to teach them your different techniques that you've learned and you end up meeting characters again <laughs> from the first season of closing like different open stories that you had about that character. Uh, for those who are aware of the series, Lily makes her return to this uh, game and after what the fuck she did in the first season, it's kind of time for payback. Yeah, no, you don't. We don't. We don't negotiate with traitors. No. <laughs> the, the, if you thought the scenario of letting her live was an option, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you uh, meet other characters that have uh, survived uh, just on being passive, which is a thing that has been occurring in the series, if I'm right. Where they're just wearing the suits of zombies and oh, those guys aren't passive. They're not okay. They're they're <laughs> fucked. They're they're the worst. Okay. <laughs> they're worse than Negan's group for fuck's sake. Oh really? Mm-hmm. The worst it could be is that they're working with the zombies. If, if, 
They're using the zombies as, like, camouflage is their whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay. The reason they wear the masks is so they can blend into hordes and, like, they don't really, you know, they don't get found out so they can strike from inside the horde and then retreat into it. They're fucking assholes. Okay. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's time out, time out, time out. I'm in the safe zone. Right. I'm in the safe zone. <laughs> so, okay, then fuck these guys. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Are they a thing in the comic run? Yeah, no, yeah, that's where they're from. Oh, cool, cool. I can't wait to get to that part of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's our... Oh, you've got a while. You're on the first volume. Yeah. I think it... Yeah. Fucking hell. You're gonna you're gonna be there for a bit. Yeah, I, I am, and the, the pace I read, is, it's probably gonna be another, like, three years before I even get to that point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, I, I um going through this like game, I really enjoyed uh, the fact that it was the same as the first season, but it has a different ending. Uh, where mm -hmm. uh, where Clementine gets bitten on the leg, or gets bitten on a limb, just like Lee, but, mm -hmm. but instead of like going about the way of a merciful kill. AJ was smart enough, or the way you teach taught him, he was smart enough to cut off your leg and save you in time. So, I, I really enjoyed that, where it, it didn't end on a sad note, but it ended on a note where... It, you know, you're, it totally can end on a sad note, though. <laughs> in a way, yeah, you, you can't end it in that way. But I guess if you ever played the, uh, these games before, then you would know, like, the best options. The ca the canonical ending right. is the one where everybody is happy in the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, especially meeting these, like, uh, these teenage kids that... Orphans. <laughs> right. <laughs> All I could think is, like, oh, we're really saving the orphanage, huh? That's... Okay. <laughs> They're pretty much like the the fucking lost boys at this point. It's it's dude, come to the zombie fundraising concert for the fucking zombie community center. Right. <laughs> I the, the, I think the only fault I didn't care for that game was the fact that the they kept pushing you on different uh, characters in a relationship sense. And I don't know about you, Ryan, but when it comes to like female main characters that are way cooler than the other part of the cast. I don't want them... It's a, it, is, it is impossible. Everybody's too much of a scrub. Right. No one's good enough. So, of course I'm not gonna push for Chad Bradley and or uh, the, your mm. best girl uh, being lesbianist. I, I, I don't... <laughs> I, I, I think she's too good for any of those. Uh, people, they're way they're way too weak minded. Maybe if it was someone like more badass, more sometimes level, I would say yes, but none of them are. So exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was great way to end the series, and uh, I just wanted to bring that up because I wanted someone to talk to about the the way they felt the same way about the series as I. So. Um, now, the other question I wanted to ask you, Ryan, was, um, 
in comparison to the way this ended, to where Last of Us Part Two uh, ended its um, chapter, if you will. Uh, how does this compare? We really, we really talk about nothing but the Last of Us. Yeah, keeps <laughs> <laughs> coming back because of it keeps bringing more disappointment every year. <laughs> so. It's the gift that keeps on taking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm be- like, even with a fucking skeleton crew for a writing staff, and like the company falling down around them, they still managed to make a great ending. Exactly. Okay. That's what. That's the kind of thing I wanted to hear because I, I felt the same way, but I just didn't want to. I I didn't want to make other people say no. Uh, fucking, this was way worse than the last. Alexis Part 2. I've never heard anyone say anything about this game. So, okay. No, because like I said, I it took me literal years after it had concluded right. to actually learn about what happened. Exactly, okay. That's good to hear. That's that's real good to hear. <laughs> so yeah, um, that, that was just uh, something I wanted to bring up. Uh, um, they they planned... I think Telltale's still alive somehow. I don't know the scenario for that, but they might uh, be. But I don't know what they're gonna do for project wise. Uh, uh, was it Wolf Among Us two still in production? If I'm right. Oh no, we're ne- you'll never see that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it looks weird anyway. So. <laughs> uh. Okay. So yep. That that concludes uh, Walking Dead, the video game. Um, Walking Dead uh, talk. I, w- I was gonna say that concludes Walking Dead in general, but I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. The show's coming to an end too. Yeah. The comics are over. Yeah. Oh, besides, besides all the like spinoffs that they're trying to push, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody say that The Walking Dead is like rife for a comedy uh, spinoff. I guess you could do that. Maybe you, that. you would. It, it wouldn't. It could not be like. It would have to be a very certain type of humor. Right. At, at best. Like if if you made if you made the office but with zombies, I'd be. Okay, I, I'd be fucking down. pissed. I would be <laughs> horribly upset. I, I wouldn't be down for that. Maybe at best you could have a. There's a part in Star Wars comics where you follow these two like characters that end up being in every Star Wars, like, movie, but in the background somehow. Like, it's their fault <laughs> that, um, uh, that Stormtroopers can't shoot straight. It's their fault that, uh, C-3PO got shot <laughs> down. You could have sort of, like, a com- comedy comic on that. Like, maybe yeah, yeah. all some people that were the fault that Herschel got fucking his head cut off or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I would, I would, would never want, like, an office scenario for that show. I think we're yeah. No, be... it's it's gonna be well. It's gonna go on TV is what they were they were trying to say is they wanted it to be a television show. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I I forget that we're not the only like the Walking Dead fans. There there's still <laughs> the one... there's people still out there buying fucking Daryl Dixon throw blo- throw pillows and shit. Right. 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 <laughs> So, those are the hardcore fans, and they'll continue to 
purchase, whatever, but I, I'm out. I'm out. I was done when Negan showed up at the town. And... Yeah, no, that was right around. No, I watched up until, spoiler alert, Rick, uh, quote unquote, died in the show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I I figured that was going to happen. And then I thought that was just going to be it. But Oh, no, it's a marketing stunt. They got their own standalone Rick movies coming. <sighs> And apparently they're going to be horror and horror focused. So, so make the horror awesome. series more horror. No, just those movies. Okay. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving, moving on. Uh, uh. So, Ryan, uh, you said there's some GTA stuff. Yeah, I've been now. playing. I've been playing uh, 5M, which is a, a GTA Online type experience. Except it's not. It's more like classic uh, GTA multiplayer. So like the stuff you'd play on four. Uh -huh. There's servers for that. There's roleplay servers, which is what I've been mostly playing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. It works through server emulation. And uh, people really like to to take it way too seriously, right? Which is why I even thought to bring it up because like video game roleplay is the fucking craziest thing ever. I don't know if I'm just not wired correctly to get immersed into the the scenario if I'm interacting with other people, but because I because of the way I am, I immediately when I'm in a server with other people and I'm trying to be serious, I want to fuck with people, right? I want to have fun. I want to do stupid shit to make them laugh. And it's just, apparently that's not compatible with 5MRP because uh I uh in my in my 3 or 4 hours as a policeman uh I was told that I am a, not a consummate professional and that I reflect badly upon the LSPD. Oh my God. <laughs> You're not good enough to be a cop. You're not good enough to be a Grand Theft Auto cop, which is like an actual insult. Damn. All you have to do is go around, arrest people, and pull them over. You, literally, the guy I was partnered with, uh, who insisted on taking me because I was new, uh, he's like, I'll show the new guy around, and blah blah blah, and like, the guy I was with, he was like, y you know, these, these people, this city... It's, uh, and there, like, there's no fucking, there's no fucking irony in his voice when he's saying these, like, this people, this city, it's rough. Right. It, it changes you out here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he was such a Melvin. He had the fucking, he had a second monitor. I asked him, he's like, oh, yeah, I got a second monitor with the server rules brought up permanently. Oh my god. And if you, if you see, if I see somebody breaking those server rules, I'm gonna enforce them. Because that's my job. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. Fucking RP cops are the biggest Melvins I've ever met in my life. Why did you... Okay. If this is not like if it's Battlefield. You know, you just have your server rules, and then if you don't follow it... I, you no, it, it's it, like the server rules for some servers actually dictate laws and statutes that you have to follow. <laughs> I get that's fun. In a way. It is fun in a way, but like, sorry, I forgot to make my character wear a mask. Please stop tasing me. That hardcore? Oh my god! It, yeah, <laughs> the one I was on was pretty bad. 
great. <laughs> See, so I pulled a guy. I pulled a guy over because he had a nice car, and uh, I told him, "I'm like, hey, dude, I like your car. Have a good day. Drive safe." And he's like, he he loved that, and I fucking that's what got me fired from the police force was abusing my powers. But <laughs> it's just a simple pullover. I think it's because I did it in a silly voice. Okay. I pulled him over, I'm like, hey, how are ya? I guess fun is not a good thing. No, no fun allowed in 5M. Okay. <laughs> Fucking great. I so then I started playing uh, regular old Grand Theft Auto as a police officer uh, through the LSPDFR mod, and it's quite fun. Nice. Um, I uh, YouTube people take it very seriously, too. Anybody who plays LSPDFR on YouTube takes it way too seriously. They're, like, on their own private episode of Cops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is incredible. Grand Theft Auto is weird. It brings out the weird fucking side of people. Yeah. <laughs> you remember GTA? You remember the, the fucking people in GTA Online who, like, immediately message you? was like, what's your KD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking... What? Why are we focusing on KD on a fucking... And then they fucking... You're driving down to the Los Santos Customs to get... I don't know, you put new paint on your car that you just bought, and they blow you up with a fucking uh, rocket bike. You get a text message that says, Easy! Fuck like, fuck me. these people. Go play Call of Duty. Right. The fucking calls never stop, like, harassing people with fucking sticky <laughs> bombs. Uh. Oh God! I, I remember we drove a we drove a kid nearly insane. Uh, yeah. Back when we were yeah. playing. <laughs> but that's because he was like he was one of those tryhard people. And we were just like fuck you. Right. We're not putting up with this. <laughs> I I remember we the only person that was in one of our servers. We just tr uh, harassed the hell out of him. Until he, <laughs> until he just fucking rage quit it out of the fucking server. Well, yeah, because we were trying to do business. Yeah. We were trying to make money. Taylor was trying to give us some money. Yeah. <laughs> by, uh, well, make himself some money, actually, because the crew member uh, bonuses for that is absolutely fucking atrocious. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about how our friend turned us into slaves for a couple minutes. Ten percent. I, I, I get that's okay, I guess. Love it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto brings out the worst in people. I don't know what it is about Rockstar games. If it's the fucking the wide player base or the just the, the way the games are structured, but everybody who plays online is a shithead. Precisely. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll fucking go back and see the state of the fucking online. But I think it's my my destiny is whatever six will be. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, I heard allegedly they said it was going to be more single player focused or like you could do more online things as a solo player. That's fair. That's really fair. I I would not oppose to that cuz I I really liked cuz whenever you and Taylor were weren't online, I had nobody to play with and I really wanted mm -hmm. money so I can get a jetpack or or get a fucking sweet ass jet. But I had no choice but to keep grinding at heist with random people that ended up rage quitting or just like stopping because they get got bored. Are they they're 
they're actual like hollow people who have no brain exactly and walk directly into like gunfire and shit and it's like again like what it is what is it about rockstar games that bring out just the shittiest stupidest people right i i really loved like when both me you jason i think omar came up with a cheap way to get through that hard level of the of the last mission where we just mm-hmm. get into a fucking car and just go down uh, yeah, that no, highway. I think we were we were some of the first people to fucking come up with that strat for the the, the Pacific Standard Heist where you just order a car and you drive down the highway because fuck the route they take you and fuck those stupid motorbikes. Exactly. I, I don't know who it was, but I remember the line of, hey guys, why don't we just fucking drive there in a car? <laughs> <laughs> No. And then everybody, everybody sat there. Hold the A button. Hold the A button. Hold the A button. Don't do anything. Just hold the A button. Right. <laughs> Duck down in your seat. Don't do anything. <laughs> I remember we just like shit, uh, shoot the shit, and while we're just running away from the cops, <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's driving fucking a million miles per hour in his armored Karuma. Right. <laughs> shit, I missed that. Yeah. That, and now I have no idea what the state of like heist missions are now. Uh, They're not even worth it. They literally take more money to set up than they do to pay out. Right. Same with the Cayo Perico heists the same way. It's 20 million to set up and you get like, I think one point something million per payout if you, on your first try. Right. But the thing is you can keep repeating it. Yeah. It's someone um, made a perfect synapse of of that whole fucking DLC missing. Uh, the uh, map that you go to, it's only short. Okay, what's the payout? Not much. Okay, is it even worth it? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. It reminds me of how I describe my truck. Uh, what's in it? Disappointment. How fast does it go? Not fast enough. How much power does it make? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. That's the state of GTA. Um, can't wait for GTA 6, um, where Heist will take another decade before it comes out. Did I talk about Did I talk about how people say they might have found GTA 6 files in Red Dead 2? No. I... Okay, so there's, in, in the Red Dead 2 weapon meta, uh, this is going to make zero sense to anybody who's never dug around in game files, but uh, the weapon meta is what dictates the behavior, the damage of weapons. Uh-huh. Uh, in Grand Theft Auto V, it literally controls everything. If you change around the, if you change the weapon meta enough, it fucking changes the way the game plays. Um, but in Red Dead 2's weapon meta, they found stuff that refers to guns that are way past the date of the game. Uh, stuff like the Browning High Power, which wouldn't be a thing until like the early 20th century, or the L1A1, which is a uh, British version of a Belgian battle rifle from, like, the 1950s. Mm. So, that's obviously not Red Dead. Right. And there was a leak a long time ago where people were like, it was was somebody, who the leaker said it was set in Miami from 1980 to, like, current day. Okay. And that time would advance as the story went on. Weirdly enough, wasn't there a mission? It, it may not be related, but I remember there be a mission where 
uh, Arthur talk to like a guy who claimed to be from the future or something. Like oh that. yeah, no, that's that's a whole can of worms that I don't even know okay. how to okay. how to begin to talk about. Okay. If we're saying that that's uh, an extension of like the cult from GTA Five or that it's like proof that the GTA universe and the Red Dead universe are tied, and I'm just like no. I do think the new heist is sort of a dry run for some of the stuff they're going to try with GTA 6 if it is set in Miami. Right. And it is going for the story that they want to go for. In fact, I think uh, the dude you're robbing might come back in GTA 6. I think he might be a character, because there's way too much depth into him. There's a lot of shit going on with his character. He's based off of a real guy. Uh, Pablo Escobar's uh, right-hand man was a fucking, uh, what was he, a Colombian-German? Oh, blonde. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which means Pablo Escobar's right-hand man was, in all likelihood, the son of a Nazi. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I thought of a really good idea. Okay, so, since online is going to be more mass-produced than the next GTAs and stuff like that, Mm-hmm. And seeing as Red Dead Online is just almost dry, an, ab- an abject failure, right? Just a complete failure, right? So my idea is okay. So since GTA Online is the best money maker for them, why not just combine both Red Dead Online, and GTA Online? And- that would be interesting. Oh, sorry, go ahead. How? Sorry, go ahead. How would they do that? Okay, that'd be interesting, but like how? Okay, so seeing as how you switch characters, like um, when you're switching GTA Online to the story, uh, they have that. Okay, okay. Why not just do that for like uh, your character online and then you switch to your character on Red Dead? Like you see an old timey. You see an old timey fucking. Like, film grain come across the screen, then it fades out, and you wake up in the Old West. Right, because didn't they have that one thing where if you play GTA Online, you can make your character related to your GTA Online, uh, related to your Red Dead Online character, right? No, that's not, that's not what it was. Oh. Um, John Marston shows up as a, one of the parents you oh, can pick okay. for character uh, creation I, I, in GTA up. 5. <laughs> Shit, okay, that would have been way cooler. Um, then, okay, I I just thought, uh, like, that that would be a great way to, like, just tie different characters uh, together. And another idea I uh, thought of was whatever money that you, like, bury for, uh, that your <laughs> Red Dead online character buries, your GTA character can just unbury it, just, like, triple uh, the net worth of, or... Uh, <laughs> it, it is time. I mean, that'd be interesting. So yeah, <laughs> that was just a, a thought. That that's the best thought I've ever had in comparison to whatever GTA Online has or Red Dead Online has. So mm. you know, whatever. I really hope I really hope they do go with a historical setting, like 1980 or 1970, 1960. It'd be pretty cool, but yeah, like current day. History, I don't know if anybody has noticed that, but this, but history is moving faster than it has ever moved, ever. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto set, like, today would be dated next week. Yeah. 
there, there was a there, there's that whole like bit about American Idol in GTA Five. Uh, fucking, I never heard anyone talk about what's going on in American Idol for for decades now. So, uh, that that's already like dated in its own. So, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, uh, so, um. Uh, we talked about Rockstar Rumors, if I'm right. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, then uh, the, the one thing I did want to bring towards your wheelhouse, Ryan, uh, was uh, I heard this one story uh, not too long ago uh, about Pulse Malone. Okay. So, it... it yeah, I remember you telling me about this like a month ago. Yes. And I held off on looking it up. The temptation was great, but I uh I resisted. So let's let's go. Yeah. So, okay, so uh th- this is kind of pretty old news that I think was before the pandemic. Uh but uh I just wanted to uh bring it up again because it it keeps getting weirder uh because of how last year went. Uh yeah, so the story goes that Post Malone uh, met up with this one ghost hunter who collected um, a, a haunted items. Oh, I think I've heard about this. Okay, <laughs> I, I was like, really? You never heard this? Okay, but no. The moment you mentioned haunted artifacts, I'm like, didn't that motherfucker touch a Dybbuk box at some point? Yes, that that is this story where yeah he. Uh, Touched a divot box, and uh, ever since he touched that divot box, he's just had the worst of looks. <laughs> like, like he's been get, being really weird at concerts, almost like. Uh, yeah, no, I I was I was there uh, when that all happened, right. and like people were like he's on drugs. Yeah, and it's just like. <laughs> It was funny. The dude works real fucking hard all day, every day of the fucking tour, and he's drunk. Yeah. Of course he's going to be acting weird. <laughs> I, I, I really am sad that I never went to the concert where he's giving out money because of how high he was. And, but, uh, yeah. And so, uh, other weird stuff where, like, his plane almost crashed or almost went down. Um, he, his Malibu home was broken into. Uh, uh, there was one where uh, uh, on his way to meet uh, another celebrity and stuff like that, uh, he, he, was, he almost went into a car crash. So it was just like, maybe he's cursed or maybe he's not cursed ever since he touched that <laughs> idol. <laughs> <laughs> was it the was it the ghost the ghost adventures guys that he was with yeah. fucking Zach Zach and whatever the fuck their names are yeah it was uh, uh it was one of them um and they went to the museum and he's like great idea let me take the covering off this thing that I know is cursed as shit let let me let me allow you to touch this actual cursed object right and then like uh, Post Malone is in there he's like. I feel so unselfy in here. Like, <laughs> I don't think I should do this. And the guy keeps taking them on. Like, no, no, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it, man, touch it. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll make your career better. Right. 
<laughs> it totally will almost kill you. It, he even said that uh, on some nights, he felt scratches on, like, back. Oh, no. He, he felt, like, scars in random places. So, yeah. So, Post Malone may be cursed and maybe still cursed thanks to this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> it all started with that fucking ape in the enclosure. <laughs> Everything came from that fucking gorilla dying. Did you ever hear the theory that... Uh, That's where the timeline split. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are saying that we are in a different timeline, or we're in a different dimension, ever since that gorilla died. Was it... Okay, let me ask you this. Is it Berenstain Bears or Berenstein Bears? What was it when you were a kid? I thought it was the Berenstein Bears. I thought it was... Okay, like, same here. Um... Fuck, there was another one. The Fruit of the Loom logo, you know it, right? Was there a cornucopia on it, or no? I remember a cornucopia. Okay, cool, I don't. What the fuck? <laughs> this is an interesting thought experiment. I don't think there's anything to it. I think it's just people fucking Ooh. conflating things and putting them together. Okay, do you remember Tinkerbell... Appearing on the Disney logo with the castle in the blue background. I think it was in one movie. Okay, that never happened. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, like everyone else, like, no, I remember her appearing and just hitting the tip of the castle, and then she fucking disappeared. But apparently, according to Disney and other experts, that's never been a thing in any movie. Okay. <laughs> cool. So I guess everyone is from a different timeline. Just like yeah, that. no. I want to go back. <laughs> There's another one. And I'm going to make sure I look it up so I don't sound like a fucking idiot. Okay. You remember... You know the song We Are the Champions? Yeah. By Queen, correct? Yes. Uh... How does the song end? Uh. Oh. The last lyric is of the world, right? Yeah, yeah. We are the champions of the world. Alright, that never happened. Okay. No, they. I remember. Nope. Nope. Never happened. Literally, I was in elementary school. And every time we come from assembly, they would play that, and then it would end on the world. And everybody would say, of the world, but it wasn't there. However, there was a concert that they did in 1977 where they do that. Oh. It's not even on the record version, dude. You can go on Spotify and listen to it, and it's not there. What the fuck? <laughs> So, different dimensions exist. Okay, um, that's almost like that SCP SCP three thousand or I think that was, was um, where uh everyone is from a different Earth, 
but they all appeared in this fucking Ikea. And... Yes. It's just a mind I, I fucking love that one. The endless Ikea is the best. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got another one for you. Is it, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, or I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world? I thought it was in a Barbie world. It is actually the Barbie world. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. No, and then there's a... Uh, I'm reading this article here on NME. Uh, Boom Boom Pow is a time-traveling hit. Another song that apparently isn't constrained to a linear timeline is Black Eyed Peas' Boom Boom Pow. It appears to be popular in multiple universes. People remember it coming out much earlier than 2009. I thought it was 2006. Okay. Yeah, the reason I thought that, too, is because of the 2008 lyric, which is like, oh, it's going to be 08 soon, isn't it? Right. So I thought, the person in this article says, definitely 2008 at least. I used to make pizza for Pizza Hut, and the radio wouldn't stop playing it, and I quit right before 2009 rolled around. Yeah, because I remember in 2009, I'm a B was one of their popular hits. And that's what I met uh, Justice and. Uh, me and him like talked about Black Peas, and we talked about Boom Boom Pow being uh really good uh in like two thousand seven or two or something. Yep. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no! This one trips me the fuck up. Apparently, the band The Eagles is not called The Eagles; it's just the Eagles. Okay. Okay. The guys who sang Hotel okay. California? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. That's not right. No? That's not right. That is absolutely not right. There is a the in front of there. The fucking Big Lebowski, there's a part where he's in the taxi. He goes, can you turn off the fucking Eagles, man? I hate the Eagles. Like, that's that's the band name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Everyone's just tripping, and it's just a Mandela effect. But that's way too fucking close. Not, you just brung up things where I thought I was right about it. Because maybe I got confused in 2006 with the Black Eyed Peas. That's when uh, Let's Get It Started probably came out. It's, yeah. <laughs> and, you and remember? I can't believe <laughs> the radio station in my fucking hometown used to play the uncensored version of that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's hilarious. God damn. Okay. So that's something that you you can take home one and think what what a weird timeline we're in. So good luck with that. <laughs> if only we could figure out how to jump between them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to go to the one where everything was like it was before 2012. Uh, because after 2012, the world took a gigantic shit. Maybe jump to a timeline where everything from early 2000s never went out of stuff. Oh, Jesus. Blink-182 is still the leading fucking band on the, the planet, and everybody skateboards and says, dude. Yeah. I like that. I like that timeline. Uh, boy bands are still a thing. Uh, Justin Timberlake never left, uh, the group. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Lunchables are 
still cool. And, yeah. Billy and Mandy is on his 19th season. I rewatched that the other day uh, on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. It still holds up and still... It's is still good. really good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I told... I asked Justice what is probably the top-tier best like Cartoon Network, Cartoon show. Network show. That is the one thing we can mutually agree on. <laughs> and, and, like, I like Kids Next Door. It's okay. I like Ed and Eddie. But all, each one of them just had their own, like, different faults. But Billy and Mandy had zero. They had no I love I love Ed and Eddie to death. It was my favorite show as a kid. Right. I don't go out of my way to watch it. Exactly. Like, if, it, if I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it. There's a reason why... If Billy and Mandy's on, I'll fucking pause everything I'm doing, bro. <laughs> exactly. There's a reason why they had, like, two, maybe three movies or specials. Like, that they were just in the zone, but unfortunately it dropped off because I, I, I have no idea. Uh, I heard that the creator's trying to kickstart another series that about a dog, but he has his own YouTube channel, and it's like we, him playing with Matchbox. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it. My favorite bit in the show was the fucking uh, the, the Dragon Ball Z episode where they're making fun of it, <laughs> and they fucking go, uh, "Don't you dare talk about my mother!" And she goes, "Your mother is a nice woman and has a beautiful, beautiful personality, or something like that." Oh, yeah. and he goes, "Nobody talks about my mom that way." <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay yeah 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 so uh moving on um uh so so yeah hey uh before the holidays ended i i did want to talk about a weird holiday tradition that just escaped me at the time but it's the weirdest tradition that we can talk about here it is called the yule tide yeah, let's talk about uh, strange Christmas traditions from the weirdest part of the world. Yes. So the Yuletide. People, people, are... people are like, people are like, oh, Asia's got the fucking best folklore. Or, you know, Africa's got great folklore. Wait, 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 wait till you hear some of this European shit. Yeah. <laughs> so the Yuletides are a Icelandic tradition where thirteen gnomes. Or thirteen very odd men uh, come from the mountains to uh, to bring mischief towards the nearest town. They were born uh, from a mo- a giant witch mother and a giant dopey father whose names are I'm going to super butcher it, but here, here's my best shot. Uh, whose names are Girla and Lepaludi. Lepaludi. Yeah. <laughs> I've offended every Scandinavian across the world. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the mother goes up to the size of like a ten-foot story building, uh, and the father is just the dopey one that uh does uh takes care of the mother. I I don't know how big he is, but he's pretty big. Uh, the 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 lads are uh, in this uh, order from name and tradition. Uh, they go by uh, the first one is called 
sheep coat clod. Um, he tries to suckle ewes from farmer sheets and sheds. So, <laughs> basically, he likes to suck the fucking milk out of the sheep. Cool. Um, All right. <laughs> you do you, dude. Yeah. The next one is Gully Gok. He steals foam from buckets of milk. And that's what he... And he carries around a ladle. Love it. Uh, the next one is Stubby. He sh He's short and he steals food from frying pans. And sometimes he just fucking steals the pans, but it's not clear. Uh, there's Spoon Licker. Do you, do you want to guess what Spoon Licker does? He licks spoons. No, he licks forks. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, he licks spoons. Period. Uh, <laughs> what about Sausage Swiper? Yeah, that, that is one. Sausage Swiper. He, he loves stolen <laughs> sausages. He fucking eats it right there. Fucking there. A. It's the best. <laughs> uh, the 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 next one is pot scraper. He. <laughs> I love that fucking name because it just gives me this this image of a goblin walking around with a little pipe trying to scrape resin. <laughs> <laughs> he he steals unwashed pots and licks them clean. He's very similar to spoon litter. That's fine. He can come in. Right. <laughs> I haven't done my dishes in fucking two days. Let's go. Right. Uh, the next one is Bowl Licker. He's, he's the same as Spoon Licker and Pot Scraper, so <laughs> do what you will with that information. Uh, the next one is Door Slammer. He stomps around and slams doors, keeping everyone awake. What an asshole. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Skier Gobbler. Yeah, so Skier is like, I know that, I know, I know Skier is like an alcoholic, isn't it basically just meat or beer? Uh, actually, in the tradition, it is yogurt. Oh, yogurt, so it comes in and eats your fucking yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> it, what a little bastard. Apparently, the, the name Skier probably changed over time, uh, probably for the names of beer, but... Uh, but yeah, he like he loves. I oh wait, I'm thinking. I'm sorry, my brain doesn't work. I was thinking of Kozel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the one. Which that's is one. which is Czech Czech beer from the Czech Republic. I'm fucking these weird Slav Scandinavian countries are all strange. They, they pretty much kind of blend together because the one the next like tradition that I'm going to talk about. Oh god! Kind of blends together. So. Oh no! I apologize, Slavs. You're not. You're all unique and different in your own special ways. Please don't fucking murder us. Okay. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> some fucking some guy in in a Discord server I'm in. He's from Macedonia. Somebody called him a Serb, and he's like, "I'm not a fucking Serbian." <laughs> they freak out. It's lovely. I love Slavs. They're great. I. I... They say funny things like "Oppa." <laughs> I, I was an asshole when I was in uh, high school. I mixed up Irish and Scottish. 
Oh my god. And so, and Are you fucking serious? I, I literally just sort of like, okay, because I thought they were so close together, but they're not. And so. <laughs> mm, that makes me upset. Oh, sorry. <laughs> What are you? What are you? Are you the same people who have different points of like Scottish, British, like blood in them? I'm sorry. Uh, okay, uh, but at least you didn't call them British. I didn't. <laughs> think I'm a madman, sir. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the the next one is uh, window peeper. Uh, oh he, yeah, I can guess what he does. He, he likes to creep. Outside of windows, and sometimes he steals stuff that he sees inside them. Hey, why are all these creatures just horrible and chaotic? Right. <laughs> Sausage Swiper at least has like a good name. Uh, oh, oh, I'll beat, uh, I'll beat you on that one. Uh, door sniffer. Door sniffer. Oh yeah, God, gotta love door sniffer. He has a huge nose and had. And it's the uh, a uh, a peep stolen good uh, baked goods, and he likes he he can only smell them through the door hinges, and he goes through and steals breads and wheat. He's a weird one. Uh, meat hook. He snatches up the meat meat out using a hook. Yes, sometimes it's way too short for him to steal it. But he could steal it anyways. <laughs> and the last one is Candle Beggar. He steals candles, which used to sought after items in Iceland. Nice. So yeah, those are the Yuletide lads. And that has just been the strangest like tradition. Even beating Black Peter, that weird one. So, what the fuck is Black Peter? Another time. Another time. Another time. We'll talk <laughs> about that. It gets a little racist, but okay. Um, oh, Jesus. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other part of the Yule tradition that is not anything to do with the uh, Yuletide land. I thought that they were the same. Uh, is a Tradition in uh, between Spain, France, and uh, another part of that world. I forgot what it was called. But uh, it's called Tio de Nadal. Tio de Nadal is a tradition uh, in translation called the Christmas Claw. <laughs> so, so before I start... Do you want to give a guess what the Christmas log is about? The, right? It's is it is it like a talking pillow? I, I, where you have the Christmas log and Christmas comes to you? <laughs> is it a physical object? Is it an emotion? It's all those things, maybe. <laughs> but it, it is a tradition to where uh, the family will go out or sometimes have it delivered a log at the uh, at the stool. Of their house, and the uh, you bring in the log, and you put blankets over it. You make it feel warm into your home. Oh, so it's the elf on a shelf, but it's just a fucking log. Even worse, <laughs> the 
when you bring the log in, uh, you have uh, sometimes you will hit the log with a stick and beat it, and you'll uh, and the log is supposedly uh, supposed to shit out. <laughs> I can't make this up, even if I tried. The Christmas log, I love this. <laughs> and it even has a song to go with it. So basically, uh, the here's how the song goes. If I'm right, uh, in translation, it is shit log, shit nougats, hazelnuts, and matto cheese. If you don't shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. Shit log. <laughs> this is some malarkey. Yeah. This is some uh, some straight mumbo jumbo. And uh, near the uh, on Christmas Eve, you're supposed to throw the fuel log into the fire pit, and then the next day, it, the presents that it shit out would be there, and then. What is left after uh, Christmas Day is the 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 Yule log will piss and shit and release any other fecal matter that it has left in it. Wonderful, just like a real person. I can't. This this is a, a real tradition, I guess. Um, so that was the funniest part of that tradition of the Yule times. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but the most horrifying part of the Yuletides is the Yule Cat. Alright. I'm gonna take a guess here. It is a cat. <laughs> no, it's a dog. Um, ah, motherfucker. <laughs> no kids, right? Um, it is a huge, ferocious cat who is described as lurking uh, about a snowy countryside during the Christmas time and eating people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Oh, holy shit. So all this time I was being an ungrateful little bastard. My mom was trying to save me from getting murdered by a cat. Exactly. <laughs> and it also says sometimes you'll eat those who don't know what to wear for a Christmas party. Oh Christ! <laughs> so fucking. You're getting getting ready. Your girlfriend from the other room. Honey, what should I wear? Oh God, no! The fucking cat just busts through the wall. <laughs> Give La Saga the fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, that's just so horrifying. Like, imagine that was an actual like real things. I would never go to a Christmas party, or I will always have, like, new clothes bought the day before Christmas Eve. I just wear that for the rest of the day. That, that is, just sounds horrifying. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the, the, the Yule Cat. The man-eating fucking beast of the Yule Lads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, those are, that was just, like, Weird Christmas tradition I just want to bring towards people's ears because, boy, it definitely was the top strangest things I've ever heard. Um, so yeah. That's uh, so. nah, pretty good. <laughs> Do you have any weird Christmas traditions that you would like to 
share with us. Share with us. You, know? you can even make them up. Right. <laughs> Please bring it to our ears, because I would like to do a whole podcast about my problems with Christmas and the weird things that go on. So, <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of Christmas things that went on, I saw Fat Man. Yes. I think we did a small segment of us talking about the concept of that movie, and I decided yep. to like sit down and watch it. And I, from what I heard, you also kind of took a look at it as well. Yeah, but the thing is, I completely forgot that it existed until you brought it back up. Right. <laughs> and I... I forgot about it too until uh, Christmas Eve, and it was super late at night, and I was like, "Uh, oh, might as well, you know." Uh, and I sat down, and for those who don't know, uh, Batman is a, I think it's Mel Gibson movie, where he yes. plays as Santa Claus, and but this Santa Claus has been around for so long that the U.S. government pretty much know, knows him, knows about him. And so uh, part of the plot line for this movie was that the government uh, is asking a request. I don't think they're very clear on what the request was, <laughs> uh, but I think it was like manufacturing weapons of mass destruction or something like that. Uh, in a Christmas yeah, because Santa, unbeknownst to everybody else, has the greatest uh, manufacturing capability in the world. Yeah. Uh, elves that love working overtime and without pay, that's the best. That's the <laughs> that, that Jeff Bezos, I mean Santa guy, <laughs> should really be reined in a little bit. Uh, excuse me, it's not Jeff Bezos anymore, it's uh, uh, Elon Musk, yeah, how could I forget? Yeah. How does it make you feel that he is the most successful African American in this country? He is. Because he's, he's from, from South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even think about that, did you? Let's not put labels on things, okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 Continue. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Batman stars a Mel Gibson uh, Santa Claus. And uh, um, the main plot line for this is a kid uh, named Billy Wennon goes and uh, has a very bad Christmas because he wants to be number one. He wants to win at anything and just wanted one thing for Christmas was to be number one. But instead, Santa Claus gave him a big fat cold for Christmas. He took that person and decided to hire Walton uh, Goggins' character Miller, who's a hitman for hire, to go hunt down a Santa Claus and kill him. Now, now, what was weird about this movie as well was everyone's aware that Santa exists, almost. <laughs> like, he he leaves back to what his fucking name on it saying, "Oh, this was made in the Christmas shop," uh, and uh, this fucking assassin is like, "Okay, I'll take your word for it." 
<laughs> and part of this the, uh, plot line of the assassin was he also got a cold when he was a kid and thus hated Christmas in all general because of Santa Claus. Um, so just one, is it repeated coal incidents or is it just one year? I think it's implied that it was repeated after that one incident. <laughs> so, it, it, but he did give him a car as a kid. No, no, you know what What it was? I, I totally fucked that up. The What he wanted for Christmas was for his abusive parents to die. Mm. But Santa Claus is like, you know I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was like, yeah, that was the most interesting part about that fucking movie was, yeah, there, uh, Santa could do anything, but not everything. So, uh, the, uh, Mel, uh, we were also led to believe that Santa Claus is almost retired and is being paid by the government like each year uh, just for like delivering um, presents every year, but this year they came up short and didn't deliver on time. And so now, uh, uh, Mel Gibson, Santa Claus, in the fucking backwaters of some country, learning to fucking shoot like a badass. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, every year there's always a fucking tank trying to shoot the fucking sleigh down. And so he has <laughs> to fucking be ready. <laughs> and I thought that was, like, hilarious about this movie. And I, I think overall, it pretty much... This movie is silly, but in a fun way. And that's pretty much overall my thought about this movie, was it's just so silly. And But over time, I think it could be like a cult classic. Like The Room or one of, one of those fucking movies, Birdemic or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily me, it's bad, but it's just, boy, was it fun to watch. Um, and I think that's overall the best part of this movie. It was just fun thing about it. Now, uh, now I, I had another one. Uh, I watched Love and Monsters that same night. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that at all. Okay, it it had it had not very well marketing either. So, uh, but basically the plot line for Love and Monsters is uh, the, in this world the apocalypse happens as it does. The uh, and this kid that we follow now lives in a dystopian world where giant monsters have are, exist and it's taken over the world. Part of this plot line is that, uh, uh, like, an asteroid comes down and tries to destroy the world, but um, humanity used their nukes to destroy the fucking asteroid. So they... they <laughs> So they thought a, a, a different apocalypse from happening. But, in doing so, radioactive flakes from that fucking asteroid come down and affect every cold-blooded creature and make them ten times bigger. Okay, I like this. Yes. <laughs> and so, you'll have giant fucking ants uh, toppling over New York. You, you'll have, like, uh, uh, giant alligators with three eyes. Uh, fucking shitting on fucking Florida fucking 
Oh, wow, I keep saying that word. Fucking. Fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck, fuck get it fuck, out of your system. Let's go. <laughs> uh, shitting all over Daytona tracks. And, yeah. <laughs> I thought the only thing, it was the opposite of what Fat Man has, where it didn't have, it wasn't fun, but the, uh, the world that they created in this was actually really interesting. Almost like uh, World War Z, where you find like how people figured out how to survive the apocalypse, or figured out how to like create their own society. Alright. And, and uh, you find out that the uh, world used to have a fallout scenario where there were robots all around, they were, uh, they were pretty advanced for a civilization, but they super messed up in this scenario where uh, robots are rare and uh, different technology uh, is almost handcrafted from another where you'll have uh, people who have ships that are only being carried by giant crabs in the water and it, I thought that was like really interesting about this world <laughs> yeah no I really want to see this yeah <laughs> but the one part of faulty of this movie that is shared with a different movie called uh, remember that Romeo and Juliet zombie movie no I know it I know it exists okay. trust me okay because everything got zombies pride and prejudice and zombies and all that weird Abraham Lincoln zombie hunter vampire hunter whatever it, it, they did this shit I know it right so it's basically basically uh, main character goes all the way across of the country just to meet this one girl and he doesn't think it through and then he comes out on the shorter end and becomes not and realizes that the world has definitely changed and so has she so it, it goes into a love story that I just don't care about mm -hmm. but other than that the adventure leading up to that was interesting but other than but I would not recommend if you can find a way to find the movie like on a cheaper price than what they had on I think they have it on YouTube for like thirty dollars to purchase the movie. I'm like, no, that's not worth it. I but I found a like a freer way to watch it. I, I would probably wait till then. Yeah, no, I, I know for a fact I could probably watch it for free. Right, right, right. I have my connections. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh Overall, this movie could have been better, but it wasn't better. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so moving on, uh, I finished Ghost of Tsushima. Nice. How is it now that you've finished it? I've, I want it to be great. It is great, Brian. Oh, awesome. Okay, so coming into the game itself, I was a little hesitant because the world is so big, and I, yeah, I don't have enough time to explore this kind of setting. But the the way the game flows, I made time. Just like, even if you have like time for two missions, it puts a dent in the game, and you progress pretty far. Because you, uh, depending on what mission you go to, you get different equipment to help you for the next, uh, for the next mission that you plan on doing and so you can map your own like setting out which i rarely see in open world games like that like right now i'm playing kotor and i 
no idea what missions to do and what missions not to do and what the payout is. But this game actually tells you what your payout is going to be. Nice. And uh, even little small, like, uh, even if you're traveling, you have interactions or things to do on your travels. You can stop, like, bandits from, like, killing a woman. You can, uh, you can go and hunt for treasure or, or follow, like, foxes to uh, give, give you, like, higher hit points. It, it's just, there's just so much to do. And when they created this or when they started doing this production, they knew exactly what they didn't want for an open world game. And I appreciate it. And even the ending of the story was just so much, like, enjoyment and feeling and immerse. So overall, I was immersed in this game, and I think that's what I wanted. Nice, nice. I heard comparisons to Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, that's that's a great accuracy. Um, <laughs> you, there's a tragic part of the, about this game where you name your horse. And oh no, I know what's coming. Unfortunately, your horse makes a does a sacrifice for you, and you end up not being able to save that horse. And so now you're you bonded with this horse. You gave it a name, and now he, that horse is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so that in itself shows you the the relations between those games is. I uh, also you also have an ending of your choice where it can end up uh, like you said Red Dead uh, where you end up um, fucking yourself over or fucking your family over or going off into the sunset like a badass. So yeah, I am I definitely highly recommend this even with uh, the soundtrack of this fucking game wow i i, I, I would the through. game yeah yeah <laughs> uh, the game seems like it's got a really good uh or would have a really good soundtrack yeah <laughs> and it got nominated for one uh, yes that's games. right so uh sadly it didn't come up uh the, the right way anyway so uh but yeah i definitely recommend if you have a ps4 pick the game up and those are my final thoughts on the game. Really great. I can't wait for Ghost of Tsushima 2 or whatever that comes out. Um, but yeah. So, um, next on the list. Uh, you told me there were some different things on Elden Ring. Going on. Yeah, somebody leaked uh, Elden Ring concept art and a few details on the, uh, the Gaming Leaks and Rumors uh, subreddit. And, uh, well, it got taken down real, real quick, but people screen-capped it, and there's some pretty interesting stuff going on with that. Apparently, we're getting really, really close to some sort of reveal or something like that. Uh, the concept art shows the kind of the enemy design of one of the enemies. It looks really nice. Uh, <laughs> there's a big Lovecraft snake monster. Oh, that looks like it might be a boss. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, and then there you in and the other piece of concept art you see a 
kind of uh, the character from the trailer. Yeah. The the guy with the fucking the big plume helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So it's not dead. It's being worked on. Thank Christ. That that's all that matters, <laughs> honestly. Like, can you think of like every game that's like been hinted at that still hasn't even shown concept art or even seen Dying Light worked on? Dying Light Two. Yeah. Comes to mind. Uh, fucking I I I'm still waiting on Dead Island Two. Oh, you didn't hear? It's canceled. Uh, no, it's in perpetual development hell because, like, it keeps getting handed off to different teams. Shit. Okay. Okay, well, then, no wonder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in track of being canceled because they don't. It, it, it basically is canceled. Dying Light 2 actually got a leak that says it might not be dead. Okay. Something. So, yeah, I know something. I'm still waiting on Bayonetta three. Um, haven't heard anything since, but uh, they said it's still in production. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, and then I heard someone say that they sell uh save Scalebound that one game they hinted for Xbox, but I don't think that's going going to be a thing, but. Um, so, yeah, at least we're hearing things from Elden Ring. We're, there, there are things, and take their time. Honestly, I, I'm in no rush to get this. Yes, game. no, FromSoft, please, for the love of God, re release a good game of polished product. After so many games going absolute dog shit this year, we, we need, we need, like, a, a finished game to come out, Let for the love of God. Two and fucking Cyberpunk are the like the biggest sad notes of the of last year. So you know, beat those. That that's your goal. Beat those. That's not hard. <laughs> it really wouldn't be hard for that. No, no. So okay, cool, cool. I, I God, I, I, Cyberpunk is still so disappointing to me. It is. I don't know what where they're going with patches right now. Uh, they were supposed to be coming out one this month, but I don't know. <laughs> Not... uh, modders, apparently modders are uh, fixing it, is what I've heard. Yeah, you, you told me that but before we did this. It... I haven't looked into it, but uh, there's stuff floating around that there's mods being produced that actually make the game play well. Interesting. Very. It's rare that you hear that. Ah, no, 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 it isn't. Games get fixed by modders all the time. Fallout 4 is a great example. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bethesda refused to release a patch to fix a whole bunch of really trivial shit, so the community's like, ah, fuck it, we'll make our own patch. Goddamn. Okay. <laughs> well... Grand Theft Auto has the same thing. The modding community basically made the single player, you know, worth playing after you finish the game. I, I think I remember seeing really good... Uh, update graphics to like Skyrim on uh, yep. as well. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. GTA Five is really interesting. Uh, the mod I use is called Visual Five. Uh -huh. It's uh, yeah, you literally just click install and it works. But uh, it increase it increases the frame rate for me somehow by making the game look better. Right. 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 
So it's really interesting. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Uh, I, I, I feel almost complex because we shouldn't have to do this. We don't get paid to do this. So that that's almost sad, but almost great at the same time. So yeah, I'm I'm mixed feelings on that. So cool, 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 cool. Um, so I gave the uh, apocalypse scenario. I had another question for you, Ryan. Yes. What was the moment in a show that you went from hating it to super loving it? Like, this is gonna. This is a really interesting one. Uh, there's a show called What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. <laughs> it's about vampires. Yeah. And I thought I was gonna hate it coming into it, but my friend's like, "Dude, just watch it. It's good. It's good. It's good." And like, when you hear the phrase "TV show vampires," you're like, "Oh, fucking! I know exactly what this is gonna be." And then there's a bit where like this thousand millennia old vampire gets brought in on a in a casket and put up in the attic and there's like a fucking board missing from the wall. He comes out of the casket and he just bursts into flames because sunlight hit him and it's like the funniest shit ever. Oh my god. Uh, and that was when I was kind of like, okay, this show is different. Something's going on here. <laughs> I like this. Because it's stupid. <laughs> Have you had the chance to see the movie? Uh, no. I, I definitely recommend. If you're Apparently like, it ties into the show. Yeah. If, if you're thirsty for more, like, what, uh, what we do, then I would definitely yeah. just, like, give, give that, like, a try. Um, I, I, I still find it funny that they somehow got Mark Hamill for a really good role. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill agrees to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Same with Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd will never refuse to take a paycheck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't fault them on that. You know, all you gotta do is, take, is come in, and say a couple lines, and then just leave. Oh, uh, not in the case of Christopher Lloyd. He's done full movies when he knew they were garbage. True, but he's also done like cameos and like, well, same as uh, Mark Hamill. He's done cameos for like Robot Chicken, and then he's done like small things for like Cartoon Network uh, for different characters. But, but yeah, that is true though. He he did do some really bad movies uh food fight <laughs> didn't he do one in tank girl as well i don't know i, don't... I haven't seen tank girl in so fucking long <laughs> oh i'm sorry uh pre harley quinn harley quinn movie i watched a bit of the harley quinn animated series what did you think the cancer ray bit is like the funniest thing okay that legitimately made me laugh. Okay. Yeah, I I also saw that bit and I, I I chuckled a little bit. But it's weird, the rest of that fucking series is not like that. Yeah, because that part felt like Venture Brothers. Right. <laughs> the rest of the series is apparently, as you say, not like that. Nope. There's a little bit where uh like Harley Quinn's group is somewhat funny. Like uh, there was one where the little guy uh, calls Wonder Woman the c word, and beautiful, and no villain wants to work with him because he did that. And I thought that was hilarious. 
but other than that, that that's pretty much it. The main focus is Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn is the least funny of, of them. So. Well, yeah, because it's just people. It's just trying to be Margot Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> from Suicide Squad. I don't know. I I, I plan on revisiting it again, and maybe my opinion may change, but it's it's looking like the only good DC property that I can think of is the the Flash. Uh, when it comes to TV shows, at least. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I would say for me the the transitioning from a show being really different for me to really good was Breaking Bad. Really, you didn't like Breaking Bad at first? I, I did not. I I remember you telling me about it uh, a lot, and I just kept brushing it off and thinking, "Oh my gosh, this show may be overhyped or something like that." Because have because at the time I had you. Talk about Breaking Bad. I had Justice talk about Matt, and I yeah, okay, he is wrong about that. Uh, <laughs> and, and I had uh, uh, multiple people tell me about uh, Walking Dead, and I was not convinced on any three of them. <laughs> and I watched Walking Dead and enjoyed it, and then uh, I watched Breaking Bad. And I I gave it the old three maybe four episode try to see if it's good, and it delivered. Because I saw this, uh, we got to the scene where um, uh, where he goes into Tuco's office and he fucking shows him the map and he just fucking throws it on the ground and blows <laughs> half the fucking uh, half his office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was like the the best part, and that that was when the show switched for me. And, uh, I think there was another one I had. Uh, oh, well, let's get to the other question, then. Um, then what was yes. the transitioning for a, a show that you went from super loving it to super hating We talked about it earlier, The Walking Dead. Okay, yeah, yeah. It went yep. right after they got rid of Rick, and it was just like, oh... I'm upset about this thing. There's nah, nah, it's fucking soap opera bullshit, man. Right, right, right. There was there was stuff like that, but it's just it got to be too much. Yeah. It, it went from like if I made an opinion about me hating a certain character, other people would back that character up for no reason, and like he gives no purpose into the group at all. He should have died early on, but they kept him around because. Which one are you talking about? Uh, huh? Who are you talking about? Um. Okay. So one. Um. Well, it was Carl. Carl should have like got his eye shot now, like way early on, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. And then they had, um, whatever the redhead. Uh, dude that oh Abraham 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 yeah. should have been executed early on too and Abraham well, I just moping around maybe it's because maybe it's because like Abraham comes in later in the comics and he's pretty cool so I like him but okay the, the Walking Dead the show got way too bloated with his characters yeah 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 
Because in the comic, you had time to properly get to know every single one of these people, whereas, like, in The Walking Dead, the TV show, they bring in characters literally just to, to die. I am convinced where Abraham should have died, they brung in a fan uh, who probably won, like, a, a... A contest or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was just there just to, just to Oh, die. you're talking about the fat girl who gets a fucking arrow yeah! through her head? Yeah. <laughs> That's the woman I was talking about when I said they bring people on to die. Because <laughs> I was like, her, she is way too paid attention in this scene just for her just to be executed this way. I'm like, why do I care about her at all? And then I was rightfully so, so cool. <laughs> What 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 a weird way to kill a Yeah, what man. a thing, man. Right. Uh, for for me, I would have to give that to Steven Universe. You liked Steven Universe to begin with? I, I, people tried to get me to watch it, and I was like, it's just crying. I, I it's just people crying and lesbian rock people. I don't like this. I would disagree with you if it weren't for the fact that that's how the series ended. Um. Literally just crying and lesbian rocks. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's. Have you seen the fucking PSAs they've put out with the Steven Universe characters? Yeah, those are priceless. <laughs> oh, they're great. They're great. I was listening to I was listening to the Dick Show and uh, they fucking played it. And the first thing that he picked up on was the first thing I thought too. Is like they're bullying them for being interracial, <laughs> but not gay. Right. <laughs> I guess kids aren't that cruel. Come on, man. No, no. Mixed race couples, I guess. Well, I mean, mixed race couples are a fucking accepted thing now. In, in a way. In a way. Uh, there are still, uh, in the black community, definitely, we're dating a white girl. I didn't, I didn't want to say that. Okay. I really didn't want to say that. I was going to say, well... Okay. Like certain groups of people don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. I've n I personally have never been called a race traitor. My girlfriend has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I digress. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into those. Uh, but uh, yeah, for me it was just at first I was thinking, okay, here comes the next cool part. Here comes the part where uh. This main character stops, like, living in the shadows of his mother. He stops being, like, all about solving every problems with a uh, feel-good scenario. He he never uh, grows out of that. He thinks every situation can be solved, like, without lifting his fist. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's, like, the laziest fucking character I've ever seen. Right. Even when he had a chance in the movie where, like, this character pretty much almost killed his family. Almost mm -hmm. destroyed the earth. He decides, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to change your ways to talk no jutsu. And we, we can we can talk this out with our feelings. It was like, okay. Maybe this is not what the series I thought it was gonna be. I get it. I get it. You want to teach kids to be emotionally vulnerable and to communicate their feelings, and that's great. Right. Doesn't make for good TV, though. No. I I can name a bunch of series where fighting back was probably the best option. Uh, a Walking Dead final season would be 
good example. Did you talk to Lily, or did you shoot her when you had the chance? Because I didn't talk to her. I shot her. When you, yeah, no. Violence isn't the answer. It's a question, right. and the answer is always yes. Because they're definitely not going to stop to be friends with you. No, of course not. If uh, like if somebody fucking it, it's uh, we're gonna start talking about The Last of Us two again. <laughs> <laughs> we should keep a counter every time I mention The Last of Us two. Have a little ding right. sound effect with it, a running counter. But like, somebody fucks with your people, kill them. Yeah. That's it. Because they are going to keep coming back until you you stop them. Exactly. Stop. This person, this person has proven to you that they can and will hurt you and your family. Right. Oh, but no, I forgive you. I had a flashback of a bit where I played guitar, and uh, now I forgive you. Exactly. Uh, the show is leading me to part. Part of my other problem with the series is they. The show is leading me to think that the mother paying for the sins of the mother is okay as long as the person forgives you at the end. Yeah, exactly. Or you gotta forgive your dead brother for giving you, like, the shithead in another state. So, yeah. that That's the other part I really didn't care for. And Although, I do like the art. And the art style in the show. The art can be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, what am, for my birthday, somebody gave me the art book, and it looks amazing. Uh, it's probably one of the rare shows where, in a movie, they actually use old cell uh, shading frames of animation. And it, it looks beautiful. Yeah, no, cell animation's real good. I, I miss it. I wish it would come back. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was, like, the per perfect example of, like, uh, how both janky and uh, eye-catching it could be. Yeah, no, I love. There's certain shows that do that jank aesthetic that I don't like. I don't. I can't. I fucking. They called it squiggle vision. Yeah. Back then, it's not. It's not optimal. Not ideal. I think there was a, a show on MTV about. about trying yes. To do that. Yeah. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> can't remember the name, but I remember squiggle vision. Yep. What the fuck is this on my arm? I'm sorry, I just looked down, I saw, like, fucking... Okay. It, it, is it, it, was it ketchup or cancer? It could be one of those two. Uh, it was, like... It looked like fucking... I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so, yep. I just wanted to... I got, I, got a, I got alien AIDS, I guess. It's... They skied it on your fucking arm while you weren't looking... <laughs> Alien. Oh, it might be alien. Come. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? No, no, it's not. Nah, no, no. <laughs> uh, so over the break, I like a lot of people who had HBO Max. Uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people had HBO Max. Uh, but I watched Wonder Woman '84. Uh, yeah. And I what's the deal? With, what's what's the what's the fucking deal with the golden armor thing? Okay, so why does that like why do people have to jump to conclusions to make the movie make sense? 
that is a good question. Uh, but right now, excuse me for one second, was I have to go to the back, so entertain. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, fucking vape break, guys. Let's go. A pro tip for uh, my gamers out there, if you're going to vape uh, near your PC, don't do it, because uh, it will build up on the inside, and you'll have to clean it out, and it's really nasty and bad. I uh, I recently took the, side, the siding off my PC and was de deep cleaning it, and some of the dust was sticky, because the condensation from the vape uh, cloud actually gets um, into the dust. And affects it in such a way that it makes it that nasty, uh, sticky garbage. And you don't want that in your PC because that will fuck it up. So don't vape near your PC like I'm doing right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Also, pro tip. If you don't wash your dishes for a while, uh, they'll get moldy. And disgusting. Uh, <laughs> uh, in this event, I find that it's best to boil water, dish soap, in the pot on the stove. Boil it. Let it sit like that. Boil it for a little bit. And that makes it much easier to clean cooked on stuff. The stuff that's been there for a while. Um, and it makes your life a little easier. The third tip. This is for my men out there. When you're cranking your hog, give yourself an ab flex. Lift your legs up, lift your upper body. Your all your tension should be in your core. And right as you right as you go, right as you go, that uh, for some fucking reason just pushes it beyond the capability of what you thought was possible. That's a tip for my my uh my 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 gentlemen out there. We're not going to put that in the fucking podcast. <laughs> We're not going to put masturbation tips in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to have Do put the section about vaping near your PC in, though. That is very important, and people need to know don't vape near your fucking PC. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so yeah. And three, two, one. We're back. We're back. Hey, uh, uh, welcome back uh, to... Um, more of us shit talking. Um, so yeah, I I watched Wonder Woman before, uh, but I I realized maybe I should put a little bit spoiler warning right now because does anybody care about this movie? A lot, because a lot of people don't have HBO Max and haven't seen it either. So, um, we're we're going to take fifteen minutes to spoil a little bit of Wonder Woman anymore. Um, so come back. By then, if you have not seen Wonder Woman 84, if you still want to watch it, please come back in 15 minutes. Um, so, starting in 3, 2, it should probably leave, 1. Okay, so, Wonder Woman 84. So, you asked about what the golden armor is. Okay. Yeah. So, what that deal is, is that uh, apparently... Every year, uh, Wonder Woman's race uh, does an American Ninja Warrior challenge. Yeah, yeah. Basically, have <laughs> a, a Olympics of like uh, of just doing tricks and 
uh, uh, it's probably Athlon across the fucking island. It's like someone compared it to Quidditch, and that's the most accurate point. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, and our five, maybe six-year-old Wonder Woman was in this when she was a little girl, and she cheated at it, and uh, they tell like a little bit of story of um, each year the person who wins is granted the golden armor or a uh, golden trophy representing the armor. And uh, basically what that represents is when the Wonder Woman's race left the Island of Man, uh, she, uh, a woman was stuck behind to stop men from attacking them as they left the Island. So, and that's pretty much the plot of that armor. A plot armor. Um, uh, okay. So, yeah, and Wonder Woman dug it up like when it, when she came back into the world of man. So basically, the rest of Wonder Woman eighty four is a fish out of wa- water scenario again. Uh, and this time, Wonder Woman uh, is the one that's not the fish out of water. It is Steve, her boyfriend that died. Chris Pine. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so Chris Pine comes back thanks to a magical item that is pretty much a monkey's paw scenario. Um, and uh, a businessman named Max Lord. Uh, who is Donald the- Trump. <laughs> no, maybe. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> um. He is a businessman who promised you all the riches in life. Life is good, but it could be better. If you haven't seen that meme. Um, uh, he is played by uh, no one other than the Mandalorian actor, uh, Pedro Pascal. And I think this is downright the like, best acting he's done uh, outside of the Mandalorian. Um, cause he's just an arrogant man who just like, he, he believes in his own lies, but it's just, is entertaining in my opinion. If, if anything, Wonder Woman 84 was worth it just to see him. So yeah, I would give, give it a try, uh, for just him. Um, but, uh, you also meet another woman named, uh, Barbara, who was played by Christian Wig. Uh, who you will know as Cheetah later on. Uh, they have a uh, interaction with Wonder Woman, uh, where she's like, "I want to be like Wonder Woman someday. I want to be just like her." But she doesn't know what that exactly means because uh, when she wishes it through that monkey paw scenario, she ends up getting all the powers of Wonder Woman, and so. It's all over the place, honestly, plot-wise. Uh, I'm, I definitely got tired because I, I, I told you, Ryan, but I, I don't know if there's anyone else knows this, but I watched this movie three times on accident. It's so yeah, funny. and I questioned how this happened. Yes, so I made a lot of promises to a lot of people that I would watch this with them, and I couldn't let people down. So, 
the first time was with my dad, and we watched it on Christmas Eve. And the second time was with another friend uh, who wanted to watch it, but she didn't have uh, uh, HBO Max. And the uh, third and final time was with my roommates. <laughs> and they each time I watched it, they pointed out big plot holes. And, like, Wonder Woman just teleports in this movie, right? Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> she, her, and then she also, her running is, like, terrible looking. Like, her running is almost the equivalent of seeing Smallville when uh, Clark Or, Cameron, like, yeah. is it the fucking gif of Linkara running toward the, the fucking screen with a green screen behind Yes. <laughs> 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 oh my god, uh, that fucking, her lasso of truth is pretty much just broken. She uses it for everything, and I mean everything. She, like, flushing the toilet? Snap. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she catches a bullet, a, a bullet from a Gatling gun attached to a fucking tank. All right, with the lasso, she catches the the the, the bullet. Yes. The projectile. Yes. And well, we're just gonna be okay with that. Um, she uses it to fucking la- lasso around thunder and like that scene is. You've seen it through the trailers. That scene has nothing to do with anything, Ryan. She just does it. Yeah. No, that scene was one hundred percent just made for the trailers. Right. And, uh, uh, most times, I don't know how she's able to do this, but she's able to disguise herself, like, in broad daylight. Like, I don't know about you, Ryan, I don't meet many women that look like Gal Gadot in broad daylight. And just, and I don't meet many women that look like Wonder Woman to say that they are different people. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, it's a Superman problem, basically, but this is, like, ten times worse than that. So, I don't know. Uh, other than that, yes, uh, uh, she teleports, uh, she goes and uh, goes halfway across. She, she's in Washington, D.C. She lives in. And then she goes to uh, an island uh, where the... the you remember the sp- uh, Star Wars program? What? Do, do you remember the Star Wars program from like the Christmas special? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, where Ronald Reagan uh, had a no. Prod- no. I abs. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The <laughs> yeah. Star Wars initiative. initiative the fucking thing. the the nuclear defense um thing. Yeah. Yes. So that's part of the plot line of this movie. Is uh the the main villain wants to use that to. Uh, use it to spread wishes across the fucking world because it, he's trying to touch everyone in the world at once. I don't know. Through the monkey's paw. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, for a minute I jumped to a completely different thing. I'm like, wishes, is this fucking like Care Bears yeah, movie? No. <laughs> at least that had 
better plot. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, and we're just led to believe that that's how t- uh, he's able to touch everyone in the world at once is through like television, which makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, oh man. Oh man, this is getting real weird after this last week. Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, okay. This came out at a before that, so <laughs> that is incredible. Oh man, and, and yeah, and, and, and writing ensued, and yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, it goes. Um, from a, my first thoughts about this movie was I really enjoyed it at first, but then when everything unfolded, this movie was just not the best for Wonder Woman. I think <laughs> putting it on the list, this was probably a, on Man of Steel level. I oh, but not worse than Batman v Superman. I'll give it that. It's not worse than Batman. But just, it's on Man of Steel level. Yeah. Mm, ouch. Yeah. Um, mo- they tried to sneak in in the uh, the post-ending of, of this movie. They tried to sneak in a, a, Wonder, a the old Wonder Woman cameo from the 1970s series. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yes. Uh, That's uh, do you know she's the fucking, she's the fucking wife of the Bethesda CEO. Really? Yeah, I think I think Linda Carter's married to him. Wait, we're we're talking Todd Coward. No, we're not talking oh, Todd Coward. Okay. We're talking uh Robert Altman or no Ron Samuel. No, what the fuck? Huh? What the fuck? <laughs> She's in like Skyrim and Fallout and yeah, Robert Altman, the guy who began uh, Zenimax Media, who owns Bethesda. Goddamn. Okay. Okay. He's the co-founder of Bethesda. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It. Yeah. This movie was just all over the place. And I... <laughs> Uh, there, there's a lot more to talk about uh, from this movie that I just do not recommend anybody like watch this film. There, are, there are definitely going to be controversial statements. I'd say for the average person, it's it's an okay movie. For the person who is who had high hopes for this movie, I would probably not watch it three times like me. Ah, <laughs> uh, your first mistake was optimism. Yeah, <laughs> the first one. The first movie was so good. It it had an original idea, or it had an original woman superhero that was actually like really good. Because I saw Captain Marvel, and then I, then I saw Wonder Woman, and I liked Wonder Woman way better than Captain Marvel because the the main hero wasn't an arrogant hero. It was a functioning movie with a story structure and characters that were written to be liked. Yes! Yes! Exactly! As opposed to a movie that was produced by a company to get a certain political agenda uh, made. 
with characters that were written to be arrogant, dumb pieces of shit. Yes. <laughs> Who only serve the main character. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's the... That's Wonder Woman. Um, that I would say, don't watch it three times. Click your just, just, just watch. <laughs> just, don't watch it once. <laughs> just go ahead and wait till it comes out uh, at a cheaper price. Just like Love and Monsters. I'm just gonna, watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this movie a big old. Fail on the on the epic scale, guys. Yeah. Hey, but Shazam, that Shazam too, it's gonna have Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I can't wait for him. DC's not going doing well. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, let's switch the news. Uh, what's coming out? What's what's going on? Um, uh. Well, from news-wise, there's not really much. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, the video game, is getting a re-release for all platforms, PC. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie when we talked about this. No, 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 no. That's why I got so fucking pissed. I was like, really? <laughs> we're going to do this? You, but you don't want your emote girl? Uh, with, you, with... you keep that shit away from me here. With different hair colors. I um, I was I was I have been in a knife fight with that person. <laughs> I refuse to live that experience again. LOL, I'm just a different girl. Come on now. I oh my god, I'm so like her. She's just like me. Right. Every guy in the world. Yeah, I want that. I want a manic pixie dream girl. I I want my I, I I need to save her. I just need to save her. <laughs> I need my uh, different colored hair peach. So yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Scott Pilgrim, the video game, is getting a release. Good. And I I really enjoyed the uh I really enjoyed the game when it first came out, and I can't wait for it to come out again and recaptured that. Well, you know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I just realized that's a bad idea to put my hopes in recapturing like what I enjoyed the game again because it could definitely change now that I'm like a little bit older. But uh, <laughs> but I definitely Hey, hey psst, come here, come here, come here. Can I tell you a secret? Everything you loved in the past isn't as good as you remember it being. Yeah. <laughs> How the world you grew up in the world you were prepared to live in when you were growing up and going through school that world's dead welcome enjoy the shit show how dare you I, I, I'll have you know I watched Star Wars and that has none of the oh 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Get get ready for your cyber wire to be implanted into your head so you can get direct access to Apple anywhere you go. No, don't Skyrim still. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 what about my Invader Zim? 
But Banjo-Kazooie is a good platformer with no problems with its controls, and Mario 64 is a classic. GoldenEye is the best game in the world first right now. The best first-person shooter ever. First-person shooters will never grow past the GoldenEye. We've hit the peak. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yep. Right. So, yep, that's coming out on all platforms. Uh, they got a good deal going on pre-orders. Um, um, I, I'm not into <laughs> pre-ordering anything right now, but uh, I yeah you know you see the cool thing is now with uh with the world event yeah uh you just buy everything digitally now yeah that's the plan getting on switch um uh so yeah uh other thing coming out in a uh, next week Wanda and Vision are coming out and I've heard nothing of this, so... Yes. Uh, explain. Wanda and Vision is going to be a play on sitcoms in the 70s, but with maybe a thrill next to it. So we'll see where this goes. Um, it's been a while since the Marvel movie came out. Like, I, I think Spider-Man... Was the last one I've seen, uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. So I, I have my, I, I'm trying to be at steady pace for my hopes that it, this will be another good Marvel movie. But I, I'm, I'm not gonna bring my hopes any higher than that. Just a moderate hope. So yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, that's coming out on Disney Plus. Uh, and I'm going to take a look at that and get my two takes on it. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, but and then that's about it. It's all all on news. Uh, um, anything that you're expecting coming up, Ryan? That you that you want to look at, or things that you're definitely uh, going to go check out? Read. I am in perpetual waiting for things uh that are interesting okay. to come out. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It it's uh it, it's int- it's nothing is happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of since our new world has started. <laughs> and, and, Thanks. And I missed I missed the before times. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think the only thing I'm hoping to take a look at is different uh comic I picked up. Uh I picked up the Walking Dead comic to take a look at, and I'm going to go start it, read it, and see what it's like, because I've always heard the comic was the shit, and, but the 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 video games and the, the shows have pretty much made it look weird, so, but I'm going to go directly into the source and see what's up, so. Nice. So, yep, uh, yep. If you want to go take a look at more of our content, you can go ahead and follow us on RSS Feed. You can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on any streaming platform you can hear your little ears on. Um, you you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter. We'll fucking keep in, in touch. I keep using that word. Fuck. I'm going to spend one podcast where I don't say that word. Tune in for that. Um, uh, we we got a lot of stuff coming out on YouTube as well. You can go ahead and look at that. We're going to be doing snippets of highlights 
uh, the podcast. Um, yes. Uh, we're going to be also uh, streaming video games coming up soon. And I'll give you guys more details on that. Um, so definitely a schedule for next week. Next week. Please come back and take a look at us stream some good old-fashioned video games because we can't play Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> yep. So, yep. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, anything, any goodbyes that you want to, advice that you want to give to our viewers before we go? Um, have fun this year. Right. <laughs> Happy 2021. Reset the clock. Don't say the word reset. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing this. <laughs> Start the clock over again, then. Okay. <laughs> no. You want to go? Let's fucking go. I'll defend my economy to the fucking end. Let's go! <laughs> Alright. Bye-bye! Bye. -bye. Bye.